We got a response from someone named Marquia Bazor. Oh, Marcy Bazer. She actually responded to this. What does she hit the trail? She never hits a trail without a rickshaw driver. (laughs) Yes, you'll find her on the trails in a rickshaw being driven by a rickshaw driver. Hi, this is Slade Hubbard, and I'm a big-ass runner from Maplesville, Alabama. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner Podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners from all over the world. Now, here's your host, Jeff Harold. Well, thank you, Slade. That was an intro Slade did earlier this year, back in February, I believe. Still amazing. Even all these months later, just amazing. So, Slade, thank you so much for that intro. Well, welcome to the Big Ass Runner Trail Running Podcast. My name is Jeff Harrell. This is episode number 113. Really appreciate you listening. We've got a great show for you today. I say that every time, and I mean it every time. He's back. You heard him last week for part one, but Coach Greg is back for part two of the very popular Ask Coach Greg Brand new questions, amazing information, wisdom nuggets, thrown out galore. You'll gobble them up. It's going to be amazing. In segment number two, you know, I like to hit the trail. I've got my favorite things I take along with me. And I got to wondering, I wonder what the big ass runner heard take with them when they hit the trail. So I asked, I asked the big ass runner herd. And got a ton of responses. I think you're going to be surprised at what is at the very top of the list. But that is segment number two. But first, we've been sharing a few ways that you can help the show. One is a written review on Apple. Free way to help the show. Hoodies. Had a few people reach out about hoodies. If you want a big-ass runner hoodie, black with the big-ass runner logo in white across the front. Jeff at BigAssRunner.com or on Instagram. And I think they're $35 with $10 shipping. Very worth it, by the way. Amazing hoodies. But another way, you know, we do not charge for the show, clearly. Nor should we. It's a podcast, for gosh sakes. But there are a lot of costs associated with it. And so to kind of keep the lights on, we have a couple of great partners Path Projects has been with us from the very beginning. We partner with them because we used their products before we even knew knew them very well. Love their products, pathprojects.com. If you're looking for the best gear, the best apparel out there for trail running, go to pathprojects.com. And then our second partner is, and our second major partner is amazing. It's myaderm.com. If you are interested in CBD, products. If you want to try them out or you love them and you're looking for a good reputable company, Myoderm is that company. They are at myoderm.com. They're also at GNC, several other retail establishments. But if you order online and use the promo code BIGRUN, you'll get 20% off. So that is a deal. So get your CBD products there at myoderm.com. Those are the two major partners that we have that help us really kind of keep the lights on here at the show. So if there's a way 
you're saying, hey, I'd love to help the show, Jeff. That is another way that you can do that. It's a win-win because their products are amazing. They're great people, great companies. And one of the great things about these two partners, when we were talking to them, I said, I just don't want to do commercials on the show. I want to talk about the products naturally. We use them. That's how I want to talk about them. And they were totally on board with that. So you're not going to hear a lot of commercials on the podcast. You're just going to hear our honest opinion and thoughts about the products that we use and that we partner with. So I was so thankful for both those companies for having that same point of view. Because I'm very protective of the Big Ass Runner Herd. You have time out in the trails and I want you to enjoy that time with hopefully some great content and not from a bunch of commercials. So I was thankful that they also shared that same opinion. So there you go. My Derm and Path Projects. Well, with that, let's get going on episode number 113. Big ass runner. Joining us now in the Big Ass Runner studio live for part two of Ask Coach Greg. It's Coach Greg. Yep, I'm back. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. I, I wasn't sure after those hard questions last week if you'd make it back or not. I delved back into my books. <laughs> <laughs> and you've run 100 miles right. since we talked to you. You did great. Uh, my mind might be a little foggy. Yes, okay. you have you have exerted yourself yeah. quite a bit over the weekend. Coach Craig did was it Bear One Hundred, Grindstone. Oh, Grindstone. Yeah. What is it? What, what was the bear? You said something about the bear. Uh, bear is actually going to be two weeks from oh, now. Goodness. Um, so we have a couple athletes doing bear, which is a point to point race going from oh. Utah to Idaho. And finishing at beautiful Bear Lake, where the water is impossibly turquoise wow. color. I feel yeah, like I need to do that race. I love point to yeah. points, first of all, but yeah. I've never been to Idaho. It's it's apparently there's a two to three week period where the aspens are like five different colors. It's amazing. Wow. You know our friend Richard Cullen. I don't know if you know Richard. He yep. was out, or he moved to Idaho. Oh, he did. Yeah, wow. so he's out there. We may have to go do that race and see Richard. There you go. Awesome. Well, we have more questions. If you didn't listen last week, stop what you're doing. Go back and listen to last week. Also, go back and listen to previous episodes with Coach Greg. He is, as he learned last week, the official running coach of the Big Ass Runner <laughs> podcast. You, you crushed it. Oh, you had such good, such good wisdom nuggets, as Stephen would say. So we got seven, no, six. Well, I don't oversell it. We have six <laughs> amazing questions this week. All right, Neil. So Neil asked, and he had COVID, had to take two weeks off. How do you get back into your training when you've had COVID and you've been off for two weeks? Yeah, so from, and, you know, unfortunately, uh, we've had to deal a lot with this. Um, so honestly, the, the fatigue is going to be there for a while. Yep. And I would steer away from higher intensity running for weeks because you're probably just not going to be able to breathe. And even if you were super fit before, if someone that's training for uh, Chicago, which is uh, three weeks from now, and she doesn't yet feel that she's quite 
back to where she was. So we are steering away from some of the higher intensity tempo work and intervals, adjusting our paces. And most importantly, if the run is not going well, we modify and just keep it an easy run. So it's going to be unfortunately a long, I don't long's probably that's, that's no extended, that's not time frame, but yeah, <laughs> don't expect it. Just come back and pick up where you left off because you know, just the fatigue is going to be there. And then you're, you're really going to feel it in the, at, at the higher intensity work. So it might, it might take a two or three weeks of just easy running and just getting back into the routine of training. And you just might have not, uh, not to look at your paces for a while. I know when Steven had COVID, his issue was less the lethargy and more the the heart rate. Mm-hmm. His heart rate was spiking right. like crazy. Yep. And I imagine you want to look at that too. And yeah, that's, I had, uh, I was recovering, I guess in January and, uh, and it's probably a totally, obviously it's a totally different variant. Yeah. All these different strands and variants uh, now. But I could feel, uh, anytime I tried a, you know, higher intensity fartlek work on the trail, it took a, it took a lot longer for it to get back down. So exactly the same thing. Yep. Yep. So Neil, take it easy. Neil's a great runner. So just take it, take it easy, Neil. We want, want you to be healthy out yeah. there. Yeah. You don't want to prolong your recoveries. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, coach Greg. Thank you, Neil, for that great question. Well, T in trail ninja very similar you're ninja as well ask how many days should i cross train and how many days should i run and i'm assuming this is someone maybe training for for a race or in training yeah what's is there a rule of thumb yeah so i am a big fan of consistent activity throughout the week so without knowing specifically what race you're training for i think most people would do well with three to four days of running per week and then if you're not i would cross train the other days depending on what type of cross training if you're cycling that's something you could do as much as you want um, because it is it is lower impact so if you want to cross train you can add it you can add three days of cycling on your non-run days now if it's other cross training like yoga or strength um that that would be the same thing as well. So now that also don't want people to feel like they need to work out every day of the week, but I do feel like yoga and mobility is something that can be done every day. And that can still be something that still constitutes an easy day because I feel like it's restorative. So I'm a big fan of doing cross training on all my non run days. Got it. All So so you're saying active recovery? Active recovery. Well, it might, yep. might, you might classify it as a training day. Right. Something like yoga, stretching, mm-hmm. foam rolling. Yeah, uh, you know, easy 30-minute spin. And yoga, I feel like, is a recovery day, but you're still moving. You're still progressing forward. But maybe, uh, maybe, maybe not spiking your heart rate. That's right. Yeah, So exactly. Got it. Good question. Thank you, TN Trail Ninja. All right, Susan Johnson. Do you know Susan? Uh, name sounds She's familiar. a local runner. She's great. What is your favorite or your go-to fuel for long trail runs? Okay. Well, this will be no surprise if you've ever Spring listened to any energy. podcast. Spring Energy. For my last hundred, uh, I use Spring exclusively. And the favorite for, I think most people's favorite is Awesome Sauce. Oh, yeah. 
tastes like apple pie and it's good in the cold it's good in the heat uh, and that is my go-to and the reason for me is it's higher calorie um i think awesome sauce is 180 i think that's right yeah. 180 calories in a packet so and 180 dollars uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not, not cheap not cheap right, but there is a discount code uh if you sissengrath if you want to save 10 oh, percent. say so, that again sissengrath yeah spell that hard for to spell. us s-i-s-e-n-g-r-a-t-h so you can uh, save 10 percent on your order um but it's it's great tasting, uh, especially the awesome sauce and the higher calories. So it packs quite a punch. Hot sports opinion. I love the spring energy awesome sauce. That's about the only flavor I like. Yeah. For for that many doses. Like that's what I use for Black Canyon yep. and I never got tired of it. And I know uh the speed nut is a it's mixed for a lot of people. I, I'm fine with it, um, but some people don't like the taste. I, don't. Uh, I think uh Canterbury is probably pretty popular because it's a berry. Canterbury and Power Rush for both the kind of berry flavors. So that's those are, I think, the next few popular ones. Yeah, every time I have one of those, I'm like, I wish I'd had an awesome sauce. <laughs> so I just, that's what I do. Yeah. What about if if you don't have? Well, here's what I do, and I don't know if you do this too, but a lot of times I'll do the awesome sauce along the way, mm-hmm. and then when I hit the aid stations, I'll try to get real food. Right. If you were to do that, what are some favorites? Yeah, so I, I definitely am a big fan of grazing. So I would, for anybody that's that's racing or uh, packing for you know a long race, I would plan to supply your own new nutrition to get you through the race, but leave it open to the aid stations to have whatever your body kind of tells you what you need. So if uh, you roll up the aid station, those chips are just calling your name because you need some salt. You know, take the Pringles, take whatever you want. And if the cookies are calling your name, there's nothing wrong with having a nice sugar rush to pick you up and give you some quick energy. I 100% agree with that. It, it's interesting to me. There's there's some usual suspects when I hit the aid station. PB&J is yep. usually one of the ones I hit. But yeah, sometimes it's sweet. Yep. Cookie, I, yeah, and Oreo. I'm a, I'm a big fan of when you know when it gets darker and there's some more savory foods. If they have bacon, I'm oh, always <laughs> I'm always down for bacon, and I, I think people will know that I joke a lot about hot dogs. Ooh, hot dogs! <laughs> if you're lucky at a hundred mile race or any or any trail race that has hot dogs, it saved my race many times. Really, yeah. you'd be surprised what you can eat during a race <laughs> when you're uh, when you're not moving that fast. Interest. There's, you know, there's a question coming up that that may also address this okay. a little bit too. But I've never had, I've never seen hot dogs. I don't think it's, it's very. Po- there is a serenade station in Cruel Jewel that, oh, okay. uh, that has okay. hot dogs, and I I kept playing it up for the few people that were running. I was pacing the, earlier this year, and they they came through. And once I brought it up, I said, "Hey, they have hot dogs. You want one?" Then and then a couple other people heard, "Hey, I want a hot dog." And the aid station had to get to work because they had order for six or seven hot dogs, and oh everyone my. everyone left happy. <laughs> I promise you. I love a good hot dog. Don't get yeah. me wrong. You know the Chapa Special. I have to promote that. Yep. If you ever do Bandera, go to the Chapa aid station that is done by the Big Ass Runner crew. We do the mashed potatoes and broth combo, mm-hmm. and we might sprinkle a little sausage or there bacon on top. Hard to beat. Hard to savory. beat. Savory. Very savory. And lots of uh, good carbs for you, too. All right. Thank you for that question, Susan. 
Well, tea juice. This is going to be a good one from tea juice. How much of an advantage is having a coach? And what is the percentage improvement that you see? So obviously, I won't be able to give you a percentage improvement. I will say that everyone could use a could benefit from a coach. Not now, not everyone needs it. Needs one, depending on your experience level and the goals that you have. But if you are taking on a race or distance, something that's unfamiliar to you, having someone to guide you that has gone through the same things will save you a lot of mistakes that you would make on your own. So you're getting coached not necessarily just for the workouts because, uh, and I've probably said this before, there's, there's, no ma- there's no magic workouts. If you don't have, you know, if you're not worried about accountability, there's plans out there for every race, every distance that are probably just fine. And if you have uh, the ability to hit all those workouts, you don't have injury issues, then you don't need a coach. You could probably still benefit, though, just to get the experience coming from someone else. Also, just to bounce off ideas like, hey, I'm not going to be able to do this 20-mile long run this weekend. Do I push it to the next weekend? How do we adjust? So there's things you can bounce off from an experienced coach that you, that way you don't don't have to make that mistake on your own. Yeah, I, I don't have a percentage either, but I, I can, as someone who hired a coach, the person sitting across from me right now, I don't think I would have finished Black Canyon without a coach, without you, Coach Craig. And, and I think it's for several reasons. One, confidence. So, you, you know, you gave me the confidence that I could do it because you put together a plan. We worked the plan. I did need some accountability. So I think that was important. I also think I might have overtrained without a coach. Cause I think sometimes you think I'm doing a hundred K I've got to put in these huge yeah. miles and I probably would have, as an older heavier athlete might've gotten injured. Yeah. And, so there's and, just a lot of things. Right. And then just like, like we're doing right now, bouncing off, yep. Hey, what about this? What about food? What, what about poles yeah. and all, you know, power hiking, all the things you don't right. know to ask. Right. And that's the, the true danger of just getting a uh, blanket training plan off the internet. Um, again, it's nothing wrong with the plan. It's just a matter of uh, your body can hold up to the plan because a lot of them are kind of like the, uh, you put all these eggs in a basket and <laughs> one that doesn't break. So you could get five people and give them all the same plan and there's nothing wrong with the plan. It's just if, you know, four people may be able to do all the workouts and they have a great race and the other person just blows up because they, their body just couldn't hold up and because they didn't know how to deviate. And the other piece is uh, we talked about um, bouncing ideas off. You know, if you, if you have a good community around you, so maybe you go to a lot of group runs and you can lean on the experience of someone else. So not, not necessarily paying someone to line up your workouts but the coach gives you a mentor. So you don't necessarily have to pay someone to be your mentor, but if you have, you know, if you have experienced runners around you or running with experience, lean on them. And again, that's what you're getting from coach experience and uh, making sure that you don't make the same mistakes that someone else did in training. So you can get a lot of the same benefits from a coach. If you're just around a lot of experienced runners, maybe doing the same race that you have planned. That's a great point. That's, that's probably something I didn't 
appreciate as much as I should have is the community, mm-hmm. the Ninja Runner community, where I'm in there and the Facebook group, seeing other people's training and runs, and it's it's a motivator. It's a you learn things. Some people, oh, there's a coupon code right. for this, you know. So there's just there's all the added benefits of being part of, and that's what we love about trail running is the community mm-hmm. part of it too. So. Great, great question, T Juice, and uh, yeah, appreciate that, Coach Craig. Marcy, uh, I wonder who that is. Mm. Marcy asks, "What's the strangest aid station food you've ever seen at any one of your races?" You know the uh, at Uray, Uray, <laughs> Uray. I <laughs> love Uray. My Uray is probably my favorite city. I never in the world. pronounce it right. It's like your, your, your a. a, your a. So at your a, eh, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna say your a, 100. <laughs> at the main aid station where you come into town, they have pierogies. What is that? Pierogies. 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 I don't know what that is. Isn't it? Uh, it's kind of like a dumpling. Oh. But not a, you know, European. Okay. I well, don't know I'm where. Not, I'm not very cultured. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have to look up. <laughs> But uh, our friends in Latvia will help yeah. us out. So it's kind of like a dumpling, and uh, and yeah, gnocchi. They had gnocchi. Yeah, in yeah, Why yeah. am I picking Jockey? foods <laughs> that I can't they pronounce? Can't. Hot dog. Those are that's yeah, easier. Yeah. So those are. That's the only. That's a food that I've never seen at another aid station. I could see why that would be. That sounds good right now. Savory. Yeah. Carbs on the Easy outside. To eat. Yeah. Easy Hot. to swallow. Uh, that's so one of the good. things I found in some of my races is the, the first half, you can usually eat whatever you'd like. Right. The second half, you have less saliva usually. And even even when I feel like I'm hydrating well, I just don't have the saliva in the mouth. Yeah. And things like what you just described sound perfect for the back half of the race. But plus, it would be warmer because Ure can get chilly. Very. Yeah, Ure is amazing. If you've never been to Ure, Colorado – do it. It's hard to get to. It's kind of off the beaten path, which is part of the beauty. Yep. They it's call a very it tough drive. Little Switzerland. It looks mm-hmm. like just a little Swiss city cut out of the Alps, but it's actually in the Rocky Mountains. It's yep. amazing. Did you pace last year? What did you I do I paced two years ago. Yep. Got it. Yeah. I need to make my way back to Ure. Awesome. Marcy, thank you for that question. Final question. All right. Coach Greg, this is from someone named Jeff. What amazing. What an amazing <laughs> name. Coach Craig, what are some fall races that you enjoy or and could recommend? Yeah, so this is topical because uh, I think last week was Wasatch 100, oh, which is out in Utah. Um, so a lot of vert, a lot of vert, and two weeks from now or one week, uh, one or two weeks is Bear 100, which we I uh, think we talked about. Whether yeah. it was this podcast last, or last, last week. week, yeah. Been so, uh, you've run 100 miles since then. Yeah, a lot. I, I've forgotten a lot. So <laughs> those are those are both in Utah. But usually around September, there is your choice of lots of hard rock qualifiers. And luckily, uh, they're probably shorter races for those distances at, at those races as well. I think Mogollon Monster was last week. Yeah, it was. And that's not, you know, that's in the Southwest. But lots of tough races. It's, it's hard to choose. Pikes Peak. In September, oh, man. Um, that'll be rough. It's definitely worth getting your name in that lottery. Is that a lottery? Yeah, I think it's still. Man. It's pretty. I think it's easy to get in, but I believe it is still a lottery. So does that have very much vert? 
a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. But luckily, you already started 7,000 feet, uh, so it's only 7,000 up. And if you're going back down, that's, yes. the downhill is the worst part. By so, the way, yeah. you, you mentioned Mogion uh, Monster. Oh, right. your, your fellow Team Dirt and Vert captain out from Arizona, Ashley Durston, came in third in her third. age group. She crushed it. She, I think she uh, shaved over an hour off her. No, it was, uh, it was 32 this year and 36 oh, last time. Oh, wow. So okay. like almost four hours. Oh, my it? gosh. She's a beast. Yeah, amazing. Awesome. Well, those are some good races. So Wasatch. Wasatch. And Bear. Bear. Great excuses to go out west. And Mogollon, which uh, technically not, I guess, eh, a little bit out west, but they had hell this year. So, oh, my uh, goodness. <laughs> lots of... You got to hear that story from, from yeah. Ashley. The first time we ever had Ashley on the show, she talked about getting caught in a hailstorm. Oh, don't race with Ashley. <laughs> Apparently not. Ashley, what's going on? What are the distances for those two races for Wasatch and uh, Actually, and those are just 100 miles. They're just 100 yeah. miles. So you got yeah. one one choice. That's it. Yep. So if I'm going to do bear, I got to do 100 miles. Uh-huh. Mm. It's going to be a tough one, pal. All right. It's worth the finish, though. It's yeah. beautiful. Well, maybe I'll pace. Yeah, maybe I'll pace with that one, our crew. All the all the fun, none of the pain. Uh, a little of the pain. A little of the pain. A little bit of the pressure. Yep. Because you want to make sure your runner does well. Right. We talked about that. Yeah. Well, Coach Greg, this is, as always, very informative. I appreciate so much your, just your willingness to share your expertise with a big-ass runner crew. I know they're uh, very thankful as quote, well. Quote, unquote, expertise. Oh, no. It's expertise. Believe me. Hey, you got this Clydesdale to run 100K, <laughs> so there you go. Coach Greg, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Hope to have you back soon. Will you come yeah, back? Of course. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Put me in, Coach. I'm ready to play today. Put me in, Coach. I'm ready to play today. Well, one of the things we love to do is to give shout-outs and kudos to the big-ass runners out there just making it happen. And this week, we have a very special shout-out because it is a shout-out from Coach Greg to Steve Combs. Steve and Greg were both running the Grindstone 100 last weekend. They're out on the course. Steve hears a voice he recognizes from the big-ass runner. It's Coach Greg. They connected, ran together for a while. They both really did well at the Grindstone 100, finishing in less than 30 hours. So big shout-out from Coach Greg to Steve Combs. Way to go, Steve. Great job. And did you know, if you want to give a shout-out to anybody, just let me know. Jeff at Big Ass Runner or on Instagram. But big shout-out from Coach Greg to Steve Combs. Way to go, Steve. I wanted to do a special segment around things that the big ass runner heard love to take with them when they are hitting the trail. So I asked that very question on Instagram, created an Instagram story. The question I asked was, I never hit the trails without my fill in the blank. And I got a ton of amazing responses from the big ass runner heard. No surprise there. I was a little surprised by the answer that I think got the most answers. See if you are as well. 
you know, I was thinking probably hokas or ultras, maybe your your hydration vest or the greatness of the hydration belt. Well, let's go through these. I got a ton of responses. Thank you so much for anyone that responded to this. Hopefully, this will give you some ideas on things that you can hit the trail with as well. This first one's from Mindy. She's at Wolf Speed 82 on the Instagram. Mindy never hits the trails without her gum and earbuds. Looks me right in the eye and he, uh, he gives me one of these. He goes, uh, uh, you, you, you got any gum? Uh, uh, you, you got any gum? <laughs> so we're going to hear a lot around earbuds, earphones. That was, the, I think, the number one answer, which surprised me a little bit. Perhaps most of these are when you're on the trail by yourself doing a training run. Of course, you're listening to the Big Ass Runner. That's actually what I thought the number one answer would be, was I always take along the Big Ass Runner herd or the Big Ass Runner. We love to go on runs with you. Hopefully, you're listening to us right now on a run through your earbuds. So, of course, that would be the number one answer because you're listening to the show. So, I should have, I should have seen that coming. Well, thank you for that, Mindy. Jay Stansel, I love this answer because I resonate with it so well. He never hits the trails without ability to find the perfect spot to fall. You know, that is a gift, Jay. And I remember my first ultra race was Bandera several years ago. And I maintained myself uh, vertically for most of the race till the last part and I fell I was looking back I thought I heard someone behind me I fell and I fell in a like a it's like a bale of hay it's like angels just let me slowly fall to the ground so it was the perfect spot to fall if I was going to fall that hadn't always been the case as most of my falls out at Irwin Park are not in a great spot but Way to go, Jay. The ability to find the perfect spot to fail. It is a gift, an art. Way to go, Jay. All right, my friend Henry. Henry's one of our running buddies. He's a great runner, and he never hits the trail. Thankfully, he never hits the trail without his shorts. I know, Henry, before when you weren't wearing shorts, it was problematic. It's problematic for a lot of reasons, so we are grateful that you decide to hit the trails with your shorts. I did get a chuckle out of that, by the way. Thank you for that, Henry. Well, milk-powered athlete. It's so damn hot. Milk was a bad choice. This is Brandon. Milk-powered athlete says, my bandana tied around my wrist. The sweat gets real. I totally agree. I sweat a lot and I'm a free sweater, especially here in the heat of Texas and tying that bandana around your wrist. Or what I'll do is, what do you call the gaiters or whatever? Just wrap that sucker around the wrist and use that thing to dab the forehead, the face. Because as you pointed out, the sweat gets real. Love that one. Thank you for that, Brandon. Well, this is the first time we see shoes on a so Gene on the run. Gene Dombrowski. 
he takes his ultras and he packs something else, his Uncrustables. Is that like a PB&J without the crust? Because that's genius. Uncrustables. Ultras and Uncrustables. Yeah, food didn't appear too much on here. I guess it would depend on how far your training run was. But Uncrustables, I got to look into that one. Thank you for that, Gene. Well, Mike, our buddy Mike out in Arizona goes by Moose. Moose running on the Instagram. Beats by Dre. Did not, I don't know if I've seen, I don't know if there's a running kind of beats by Dre because they, they tend to be the like the big like the big headphones, right? I got to look more into this one as well. And I'm sure you're listening to the Big Ass Runner because he says Beats by Dre and Spotify. We are on Spotify. I'm sure you're listening to some awesome music as well when the show's done, of course. So thank you for that, Moose. And Steve Larson, also AirPods. If you go to Steve's Instagram, it's I2RSJL on Instagram. You will see him in said AirPods photos, photo proof. We have evidence. Again, I'm sure listening to the big ass runner while he's running those trails. Well, thank you for that, Steve. Our buddy Denver, Denver is at run Denver run on Instagram. He wears a junk headband or hat. Again, he does have photo proof as well on his Instagram. How many of you guys run in hats? I don't see a lot of people running in headbands. So this is a new one. Headbands or hats, or do you run without? I'm usually hat on backwards because I'm running so fast. It flies off a lot. So I got to put it on backwards. Taking more visors too. Guess maybe to keep the head cooler, but the sun off your face? Not sure, but the sun off your face if you do it backwards like I do. It doesn't make a ton of sense. I think it's more for the looks. I don't know. But Denver wears a junk headband or hat. You can see photo proof on his Instagram run, Denver run. Denver, thank you for that. Hayden Harrell, he sounds familiar. I think that might be my, my buddy, my son Hayden. He says headphones. I am sure he is wearing the aftershocks. We both we both have aftershocks, which I love those because you can hear. They don't go in your ears. They somehow do some sort of a vibration through your bones and your head or something. Sounds awesome still. Love the aftershocks headphones. Hato hitting the trails, listening to his headphones. Thank you for that, Hato. Well, Carrie, she's a runner, Carrie. She says, and this one's more and more important. We'll talk about this a little bit in a couple more answers. It is unfortunate. I know everyone's seen some of the things that have been happening in the news. It is unfortunate that safety while running and on the trails is more important than ever. So everyone out there, man, be safe, especially if you're running by yourself. She says, phone, you never know what might happen or what beautiful sights you'll see. That's usually the case for me too. I'll, I'll see something like, oh, I got to take a picture and then I forget I don't have my phone with me. But if you have the Path Projects shorts, they have a perfect pouch pocket in the back that zips up that you can put your phone in. So I've started doing that, but I sweat so much. So the other day I was at, 
I say, I say the other day, it's probably been a couple of months ago. I was at Irwin running the open field, super hot, sweating like madman. And a big old snake is crossing the path and I wanted to take a little video. I could not, I couldn't put my coat. I don't have the face recognition thing because I have an old iPhone six or seven. I could not punch in my code because I was sweating so much. I missed the opportunity. So you have to take my word for it. But phone and checking out those for safety, also for those photos along the trail. Thank you for that, Carrie. Well, Shelly Libby also says phone. This is a two in a row. I'm doing these in the order that we receive them. So thank you, Shelly. Yeah, the phone. Phone becoming more and more. I'm going to start carrying mine too. I don't usually, but I think it's important to do that. Thank you for that, Shelly. Kelly Fain. We love Kelly. She's such a great friend of the show. It has been, I think, from pretty much day one. She cannot hit the trails without her chapstick. Then. What? Can you bring me my chapstick? No, Napoleon. But my lips hurt real bad. I know Hayden Harrell's a big fan of this as well. Chapstick on the run, making sure you know you, you're taking care of those lips. You got to do that. Very important. Kelly Fane, thank you for that. She is at Moonstone Kelly on Instagram. Go follow Kelly. She's a great follow. And the trails that she's running out in North Carolina, unbelievable. So check that out. Well, Brandon Pitson, he's at BM Pitson on the Instagrams. Hydration vest packed with the actual essentials. He says, ha, it's really just for the pockets, to be honest. Yes, you know, I only do the the belt now, and I found that the belt has enough pockets for anything that I might need. But there's... The vest is amazing as well. I, I did the vest for years and moved to the belt recently. But yeah, that's a, a popular one. The hydration vest for all the pockets. Thank you for that, Brandon. NHL Bunk, that's our buddy Neil, also says, we're kind of getting these in, in a row here. Hydration pack loaded up. He says, AKA my security blanket. Never a bad idea to have a lots of hydration loaded up on your runs, especially during those hot summer months. Neil, thank you for that. This is a good one. So this is from Run Stoppable Mo, and we we just talked about the importance of being safe out on the trails and how just so unfortunate some of the things that have happened. And I hate that you have to pay this much attention, people. But you do, and she has something. I had looked this up, and it looks really helpful. It's called a Go Guarded Ring that you can wear while running and just adds a layer of protection because it's got a little, this looks like a little shiv on there. And again, hate that that's the case these days, but safety, man, so important. And pepper spray. Totally agree with you on that. Unstoppable Mo. Got to stay safe. I agree, Megan. Got to stay safe. So thank you, Mo, for that. Go Guarded Ring. Check those out. Not a sponsor. Just saw it, went, looked it up when she put it on here. I was not that familiar. And may need to get one as well. And pepper spray. Thank you, Mo. Erica. She's at Erica underscore turtle pace runner. 
totally can relate to that Instagram name. Socks. You never know, smiley face. I wonder if she might be referring back to my run many months ago where had a code brown, found a construction site, Beacon of Light. For those of you that are new to the show, Beacon of Light would be the porta potty and had to use a sock. God dang it, I'm out of clean socks. But fortunately, I was doubled up and had had an extra. But as Erica says, socks, you never know. Never know. You need them on your feet, and sometimes you need them in other places as well. Well, thank you for that, Erica. Stephen Holgate, our buddy Stephen, Speed Goats. Yes, the old Hoka Speed Goat. It is my shoe of choice for the trail as well. Thank you for that, Stephen. We got a response from someone named Marquia Bazor. Oh, Marcy Bazer. She actually responded to this. What does she hit the trail? She never hits the trail without a rickshaw driver. <laughs> yes, she. you'll find her on the trails in a rickshaw being driven by a rickshaw driver. Google it. You will laugh. Rickshaw driver. Marcy, thank you, as always, for the funny. Well, Elena, she's at elena.d on the Instagram phone. I love to take pictures of the beautiful sunrise and beautiful landscape. Yes. Another phone phones creeping up there next to headphones. I think is the, the number one answer. Thank you for that, Elena. And finally from someone named the Clydesdale El Jefe, he never hits the trail without an immense appreciation for the big ass runner herd, for this community of people who get out there, hit the trails, have fun, encourage each other, strive to get better every day. Really so thankful for the big ass runner herd. When you're out on those trails, be safe, enjoy, go get it. That's what that's what I want to say here at the end of this segment. So Hopefully you found that helpful. Maybe there's a few things there that you learned about your fellow Big Ass Runner Herd members, but that is a little segment around I never hit the trail without mine. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. Well, believe it or not, that is the end of episode number 113 of the Big Ass Runner Thanks to everyone that was part of this show. Coach Greg for the amazing information and wisdom nuggets. He's just doling out left and right. Thank you for that. To Steve Combs for your amazing Grindstone 100 performance and hearing Coach Greg on the trail. So cool. And to the Big Ass Runner Herd for sharing the things you never hit the trail without. Hopefully you found that interesting and maybe got a few ideas along the way as well. And certainly thanks to the audio engineer that makes us sound so good on this show, Steve Spaghetti Sauce Saunders. Well, with that, get out there, hit those trails, and keep running your asses off.
brand new questions, amazing informa- amazing information, thrown out galore. You'll gobble them up. There's all, you'll gobble them up. You'll gobble them up. And then in segment number two, doing something a little different. I good gravy. Strangers. I'm gonna turn the light on real quick. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, what happened? You pressed oh, sorry about that. Crap. Oh, I didn't get recorded. You got a lot to cut there, uh, Steve. 